For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, we are back talking to Joe Deegan. Uh, yesterday, as we ended, uh, we mentioned that Joe would be sharing some of his his vision, his uh, kind of thoughts, goals of uh, this position uh, with RYM. And so, Joe, just along those lines, where do you hope RYM worship is, you know, in, in three to five years? What are some things you hope to accomplish uh, by God's grace through this, this role? Well, I love, I mean, I think, off the top of my head to say that we want to make an album each year, a worship album. I would love to kind of fall into that routine of, you know, every fall we're recording an album and releasing it kind of around this time and, um, and making this album readily available to the church, not just the churches in the RYM network, but uh, outside of our network. I think that's actually a really cool opportunity. Um, I mean, this is, this is where like music and RYM can kind of hold hands and help each other out is that RYM gives this music a pretty big platform already. It gives it a big network that already exists. But I also would hope and pray that this music might could extend beyond the RYM network a little bit and, and reach churches that maybe don't know anything about RYM. And in that sense, the music can kind of give a platform to RYM and, uh, and they can both kind of simultaneously help each other in that sense and, and help this ministry grow. Because as we've said uh, many times, and as I'm sure you've, you've also said many times on this podcast, we want to serve the local church and we want uh, this ministry to extend to as many churches and people as possible. And so that, that would be kind of, big picture goal is just hoping to extend this music out to as many churches out there, do an album a year. Uh, another thing we're working on is trying to do a live album. You know, we, we rec- actually ended up recording a lot of the stuff we did at summer conferences. And so um, now that this album's out of the way, I'm going to kind of start turning my attention to um, finding some guys to um, mix some of the recordings we did over the summer and, hopefully potentially get a live album out there for students to listen to with um, might could hear a little bit of the students singing in the background, which would be great. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we, we mentioned this too some yesterday, but the chord charts, like having the music readily available for, um, for music ministers and youth leaders who want to have, um, you know, their youth groups play these songs to have the the music and the chords right there online that they can get. So just all these ways are just kind of boosting um, this service to the local church and, um, and seeing this music grow. Yeah. And I just think, you know, as I'm hearing you talk about this and kind of brainstorming as a former youth worker in a local church, yeah, you know, I just think of 
Lord willing, like you said, if you're releasing an album every year and then you've got a Bible study that accompanies this, I could just see, you know, for a semester um, going through this, like playing one of the songs off the album in a large group, you know, in a youth group, everybody listening to it, um, maybe even having the words up on a projector where they can follow along, but then breaking into small groups and then using the Bible study and talking through the song that all the students just heard. Yeah. Um, I could see that as just a, a, a creative study for sure to incorporate, you know, music as well as the, uh, the truth that you're singing about. Um, so again, yeah, that, that could just be a helpful resource uh, for the local church. And as we've said numerous times on this specific episode of the po- podcast, we've mentioned the local church church and those who know our way, know that we're passionate about serving the local church. And so Joe, just kind of following up, how, how do you hope that your specific area of the ministry can serve you know, other local churches. I know you've mentioned several things, but, but, but what are some areas too, as well as you're kind of uh, thinking long-term down the road? Well, I think having music that is on this album, we have new and old music kind of mixed together. And here's the, here's the thing about churches like incorporating songs into their, uh, into their services is that it's I've heard someone say one time it's um, having a song enter into your like normal mix in a Sunday morning worship service is kind of like a plane taking off it. A song kind of has to gain some traction for a while before a church is actually going to put it into their rotation. But once they do, once that plane takes off, it'll stay there for a while. And, and so my, my hope would be that maybe some of these songs can gain some traction and that it would be something that's a blessing to, to churches that, um, you know, I know that might take a while for a church to, to hear one of these songs and be like, yeah, we want to, we want to sing this with our congregation. Uh, and, and hopefully it, it would be something that, that makes a connection with the congregation and that would stay in that rotation for a while. Uh, and that that's kind of the other thing that's interesting about my job is that, you know, I'm working with a student ministry. So during the summer I'm leading worship in front of students, but I'm making music for the church as a whole. And so I, I've even kind of struggled a lot with how to make those two things fit together. And what does that really look like uh, in the kingdom? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so kind of, I mean, thinking about that, like you're saying, what 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 are some of those differences of you know leading students in worship and then you know an entire congregation on a Sunday morning? What are some of the kind of unique challenges for you? And just kind of give us some perspective on on that. That's a that's a pretty hard thing that I'm honestly still learning right now. I don't I don't know if I could give like a definite answer, but I think some of the things that I that I've really been wrestling with right now is how much should the music change when I'm playing it in front of students? Like, should it be different than what they might hear in church? Or how much do I actually uh, need to stoop down to some sort of like student level when I'm playing this music? One of the most influential books I think I've ever read as an artist is a book called on stories and writing. I think that's the, the name of it. C.S. Lewis's book where he basically talks about like how to write. 
Mm-hmm. And it's actually not even so much about how to write. It's more so about how to tell stories. And, and that's, that's been largely helpful for me, but he has a section in there about writing children's stories. And he says, he thinks there's three ways to write children's stories, two good ways and one bad way. And the bad way is when you are basically writing something for the general public, that like giving the public what it wants. In other words, it would be like someone who writes a children's story who maybe they don't really like the story themselves, but in their mind, they're thinking, well, this is what, this is the kind of thing that kids get into these days. So I'm just going to give them what they want. C.S. Lewis would say that's a terrible way to write a children's story. Um, It's basically just pandering. And so I've had to struggle with that and, and make sure that I'm never like trying to talk down or pander to the students. And I actually think my time in student ministry helped me learn that uh, students are way more perceptive than we oftentimes give them credit for. And uh, they don't need any sort of talking down to <laughs> they, they, they pick up what's being laid down most of the time. And back to C.S. Lewis, he said there are actually um, two good ways to write children's stories. And I'm kind of like, taking that concept and moving it towards worship. But uh, one of the good ways is that you write something for a specific child, kind of like Tolkien first told the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings to his own children. And then it became a story for the masses. And uh, JK Rowling told Harry Potter to her own kids. And then it became a story for the masses. And so that, that having that kind of specific focus, which is something that, uh, is a lot easier to do if you're at a specific local church. That's actually one of the things that makes my job a little bit harder is that we serve 300 churches, I think something around there in, in the RYM network. And so there's a lot of different styles and different uh, ideas and opinions about music and all those churches and trying to find a way to, um, to fit and and engage all those churches in worship when they come to summer conferences. That's, that's kind of a tough thing. And so what I have to do when I'm writing songs and when I'm leading, the last way that C.S. Lewis talks about is that you write a children's story because a children's story just so happens to be the best art form for this important thing that you want to tell. Hmm. And so when I think about that in terms of worship and the, the music that I'm writing, I don't ever really write it with an audience in mind or that I'm trying to write to students. It's that I have something I want to tell, a story. And I, the best way to tell that is through a congregational worship song. And so because of that, I'm hoping that that's something that students could connect with as well as adults, as well as full congregation. I mean, even I mean, this is weird. Like one of the songs on the album called More Than We Know, I, I did not write that for kids at all. But my, both my kids go to preschool at my church. And the preschool director, uh, she, her kids were in my youth group at Christ the King. And I know their family very well. She, she loved the song and wanted to teach it to all the students in the preschool. And so uh, they get, they're actually uh, coming up on Sunday 
let's see, this isn't airing until next week. So I'm talking about it this coming Sunday and they, they're going to sing it in church and I'm going to get to sing that song with them. And both my kids will be in there. And I, and I don't think I've ever been as excited as I am to sing in front of people as I, as I am on Sunday. And, and I, I didn't see that song as a kid's song at all, but it, it's somehow been able to connect with them. And so I think that's my hope is that I would be able to make music and lead in a way that would serve the whole church and just trust that God's going to use that to reach students or adults or whoever's there. And, uh, and that's, like I said, that's, that's been a hard thing for me to do. And I, and I'm stumbling my way through it right now, but that ultimately that would be my vision for the future is that our music is not, just for students, but it, it, it is for the whole church. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, that's good um, for sure. And, and like you said, I mean, there's uh, Michael Hall and I were talking about this, uh, I guess that was a couple of weeks ago, but just <clears throat> how encouraging it is when we go to youth leader training to interact with people from all over the United States from different churches, but also outside of, you know, different denominations. Um, and so that's an encouraging, exciting thing uh, to be able to, you know, put denominational differences to the side and say yeah. united around the gospel of Jesus Christ and reformed theology. Uh, yeah. But but to think of, you know, how that translates to music and uh, your music getting into these different churches. And um, it's, you know, it's a broad audience uh, that, that thinks differently about music. And, um, but like you saying, you know, tapping into the truth of God's word and uh, knowing that he, his truth will go forth. And um, anyway, that's an, an encouraging to, to think about that. Um, Joe, we're about to wrap this up. Is there anything else you want to add as we close this out before we get on to tomorrow's? Uh, just that I, I'm excited to keep pushing forward with this. I'm excited for the future of our way in worship and, um, and, and also that I'm, that I'm, I'm available. Uh, my emails on the website, if anybody has any questions about the music or how to use it, I know there's lots of youth pastors out there who maybe they aren't musical, but they have kids who want to use these songs. They don't really know what that would look like. Please feel free to contact me. I'm, yeah. I'm available. And also, I mean, you you lead uh, music at, at other churches. I mean, people can, you know, contact you. Obviously, you're not able to travel yeah. everywhere, but we know that uh, people reach out to you to get you to assist and lead in, in their church. So they can mm -hmm. contact you about that as well. And if you're yeah. able, um, yeah, to, to do that. And for youth workers to think about that as well, to even uh, maybe have some time where you can meet with other youth worship bands and stuff like that. Yeah. To, offer some guidance uh, so uh, that's helpful and joe i know we're closing this out but I, I think we forgot to mention where people can get the album yesterday did we say that yeah i mean it, it'll be on uh spotify and itunes and anywhere you can get music and uh you know the the main thing i would say right now is you can go follow us on social media uh, rym worship on instagram and rym worship on facebook you follow us we'll give you updates as to when the album comes out and where to find it all right thanks yeah i thought i thought we had forgotten to, to mention that so i wanted to I be sure we did. Like yeah. that. And we'll uh we'll also uh do that again tomorrow just to make sure yeah. we get out there but thanks for your time today joe yeah thank you